is around you Say baby I love you You ain't running game Say my name, say my name You acting kinda shady Ain't calling me baby Why the sudden change Say my name, say my name If no one is around you Say baby I love you You ain't running game And it is Brian Lilly sitting in for Mark Sutcliffe on the chat room No Despite what it sounds like, me playing music every day, we can keep playing that. Why we can keep playing a bit of Destiny's Child there, can't we? No? Yeah. I'm not trying to turn CFRA back into a hit music station. Of course, this was a hit in 1999. Um, but it's kind of the theme song of the election campaign for the last 24 hours because, because a couple of times, Prime Minister Stephen Harper who the media, by the way, refuse to call prime minister, even though he's still prime minister. They call him conservative leader. They call him Mr. Harper. They won't call him prime minister. But they're very concerned that Prime Minister Harper called Justin Trudeau Justin a couple of times. That's right. He called them Justin. And that led to an actual question, a couple of questions, and stories, and a lot of oxygen being sucked away from real policy issues on the campaign trail yesterday, listen to one of the questions put forward to Stephen Harper during his news conference. Good morning. Uh, Mr. Harper, you've uh, begun referring to uh, liberal leader Justin Trudeau as uh, by his first name only, perhaps not here this morning. Uh, but you have been doing that. And I understand your party's position is because that's what the Liberal Party has done. They're branding him that way. But why do you have to do it? You're the Prime Minister of Canada, leader of a party, so is he. Are you not worried that uh, Canadians might see this as being disrespectful and belittling and that in fact it may reflect badly on you? Uh, I think I use that sometimes and sometimes I don't. Um, that's how, I, in our experience, Canadians generally refer to him because that's how the Liberal Party itself has branded him. That is how they've branded him. Justin Trudeau's website is justin.ca. The big banner they put up behind him when he speaks is Justin. And you know what they chanted his rallies? Justin, Justin, Justin. You go on his YouTube channel. There's videos of Justin Trudeau, and it doesn't say Justin Trudeau does this, Justin. It's Justin responds to this. Justin speaks on. They branded him this way. But this was the big story for the media party yesterday, was going after Stephen Harper for calling Justin Trudeau Justin. They, they've never gone after Justin Trudeau for talking about the Harper decade. He doesn't even say his first name. He just calls him Harper. The Harper decade. The Harper decade is over. I'm making Justin Trudeau's voice way too deep there. It doesn't sound like that at all. But even Justin Trudeau was annoyed at this. Because he got asked a question about it. Do we have that clip, Mike? Well, okay, we've got that. So Justin Trudeau got asked about this yesterday, and he was annoyed that the media wanted to talk about this instead of real policy. And his distraction is working because I just got two questions on that rather than on how to build a stronger economy for the future of this country. Okay, but it's not actually Stephen Harper's distraction. It's, it's being driven by the media. I can tell you this because I've been there. I've watched the sausage be made. I know how these stories percolate up. I've been on the campaign trail, and, and it's this is not being driven by the conservatives. They were actually annoyed at this story yesterday, and you heard Justin Trudeau was annoyed at this story. Oh, and by the way, the other problem is that Tom Mulcair isn't even talking about Justin Trudeau. 
He's trying not to say his name. He's calling him the leader of the third party. So this was the big talk on the political chat shows yesterday. Not here, but elsewhere. This is what they thought was the big story of the election. Is it any wonder that so many Canadians just start saying, yeah, I, I can't trust the, the media. I can't trust the mainstream media. That, and that's why you end up coming here. That's why you listen to CFRA, to actually get a discussion on real topics and real politics. So I'm going to get into the real topic and the real politics in a minute, but I want to put it to you. Do you trust the media to report on the real issues? And what are the real issues to you? 613-521-TALK, 521-8255, star 580 on Bell Mobility, or 1-800-580-2372. Because the big topic yesterday should have been the second policy announcement from Stephen Harper and the Conservatives. And I say that because the other guys haven't put out big new policy planks. They will. And when that happens, guess what? That should be the discussion. But on Monday, on the first full day of the campaign after it was called, Stephen Harper came forward with a proposal to expand the tax credit for apprentices and tools from $2,000 to $2,500. And instead of just the first two years, it would be the third and fourth year as well. If you are in the skilled trades, this is important for you both as an employer and as a hopeful apprentice because it will reduce costs for you. How much have you heard about that? Unless you're listening to here, how much have you heard about that? Yesterday, Stephen Harper did bring out another policy plank, this one renewing a, a promise that he had made before, a program that was around before to give you a rebate on your taxes for renovating your home. For most Still Canadians, there. the family home is their biggest asset and their most significant investment in their future financial security. It's also the center of their lives, the center of our lives. It's where we raise our children, relax with family and friends, often where we will enjoy our golden years. But our families grow, our families change, and so sometimes our homes must be adapted to fit new circumstances. I'm therefore very pleased to announce that to help make it more affordable to, for Canadians to adapt their homes to their changing needs and to maintain and increase those houses' values, we will establish a new permanent home renovation tax credit. Bringing back the home renovation tax credit. That's what should have been the discussion yesterday. Instead, most of the day, by the uh, kudos to Lori Graham, I played the clip of Lori asking the question, kudos to Lori Graham, by the time you got to the CTV National News, her story was on the home renovation tax credit. But the discussion during the day was all about calling Justin, Justin. Justin, Justin, Justin. It's what they call him. It's what the media call him. It's what he calls himself. Win dinner with Justin. Win dinner. They don't say win dinner with Justin Trudeau. It's win dinner with Justin. And people get excited. The home renovation tax credit is a serious policy proposal. It was brought forward in the last recession as a temporary measure, an economic stimulus. And what it does is it gives you incentive, it gives me incentive to do those renovation jobs that we've been putting off. Because it gives us a bit of a break, right? $5,000 a 
uh, $5,000 um, uh, job, you're going to get $1,500 back, essentially, or deducted off your taxes. If you're not paying any tax, well, you're out of luck. But then again, you probably don't have $5,000 to do the renovation. One of the reasons this is an important economic stimulus program is that, and they, they, the officials told me this at the time when this was released in the budget, and it was in the budget lockup, what this does is keeps most of the money in Canada. It's a protectionist program without being protectionist because I think it's upwards of 90% of the materials used in construction, renovation, are made in Canada. So you're not only helping you renovate your home, you're not only putting tradesmen back to work, you're actually also helping the plants that produce the drywall, the studs, the screws, the fasteners, the paint. Good chunk of this stuff is all made in Canada. So this is an economic stimulus program, and you don't just have to take my word for it. Jim Watson was on air all morning with Mark. Jim Watson, former cabinet minister in the Ontario Liberal government. You may have heard that his former cabinet colleague, Kathleen Wynne, is campaigning constantly against Stephen Harper. But on this front, on this issue, Jim Watson says it's a good idea. Yeah, I, I think the uh, this particular tax credit, as long as it applies to making houses more energy efficient as well, uh, is not a bad idea because it actually goes and helps to spur that economy in the, the skilled trades uh, renovation business. Whereas, you know, do you really notice if you have a small deduction on your income tax at the end of the year, uh, whereas this gives you an incentive to go out, you know, you've always wanted to make that uh, room more accessible because your mother or father maybe lives with you and you want it to want to keep them uh, in your home longer. Um, and I think it makes good sense because it does spur a very important part of the economy and, and puts people back to work. So there you have it. We've got a liberal mayor saying it works. We've got a real policy proposal. Why it came out late yesterday. Why was this not the big discussion on the political chat shows? Why were the political report reporters all talking about what Tom Mulcair and Stephen Harper called Justin Trudeau? It makes me wonder whether you can trust the media. You tell me if you can trust the media. 521-TALK, 521-8255, star 580, 1-800-580-2372. I was expecting a bit more Destiny's Child there, you know. Say my name. Can you say my name? I'm Brian Lilly sitting in for uh, Mark Sutcliffe. This is the chat room on 580 CFRA. Say my name, say my name. If no one is around you, say, baby, I love you. You ain't running game. Say my name, say my name. You acting kind of shady, ain't calling me baby. Why the sudden change? Say my name, Can you say, say my, my name? name? Brian Lillian no for Mark Sutcliffe. I got a laugh. Apparently somebody called in, didn't want to go on air, because I sound very anti-conservative because I keep saying Justin Trudeau's name. <laughs> Oh, people, people, listen. Anyone that thinks I'm anti-conservative, hmm, you haven't listened much. But Justin Trudeau, is his name that important? Is it more important a story than the home renovation tax credit? Is it more important than real policy? Part of my ongoing complaint with the media over the last several years is that we get further and further away from covering policy and having real policy discussions. 
and more and more on horse race and celebrity. And we cover politicians like we're covering the latest celebrity gossip and breakup. I'll tell you, I think that the home renovation tax credit, and I would say this regardless of who proposed it, the way it was structured the last time it was around, it was a good policy. It was a stimulant policy that didn't just require government spending. You had to spend the money to get the rebate. My quibble with it now is that I would bring it in immediately. If I was in charge, I'd bring it in immediately. Rather than what Prime Minister Harper's proposing, the Conservatives are saying they're going to bring it in in a year or two. No, bring it in now or bring it in as soon as the election's over and you're back in power. But what do you think? Do you trust the media? Do you think that we are having the proper policy discussions or do you trust them to, you know, bring you the information for Canadians to have a proper policy discussion during this campaign? 613-521-TALK, 521-8255 or star 580 on Bell Mobility. Peter, in Ottawa, you're on the chat room with Brian Lilly. Hello, Hello? Peter? Yes, uh, good morning, Brian. Your question about uh, do people trust the media? I would say, uh, by and large, they do because the the media the media market now is uh, is rather efficient. And what I mean by that is that there's such a wide variety of sources that people can uh, check facts and cross check and and get second and third opinions. So if anybody's dissatisfied and blames the media, I would say it's probably dissatisfaction at themselves for not for not for being too lazy to go in uh, and do do a little bit of research and do a little bit of cross checking because. You know, we've got two great newspapers in the in the country: Globe and Mail, National Post. Uh, <clears throat> you read the business sections; you'll have a, a a better than average idea of what's going on in Canada and the world as well. And <clears throat> if you're still curious, well, there's thousands of other publications you can read as well: the Wall Street Journal, and on and on and on. So, yeah, you know, the market is is very efficient now. Okay, but what about in terms of what I'm discussing: the election coverage, and you've got the press pack that's following the leaders. And in some ways, setting the agenda. And yesterday, the agenda was, and this was driven by the media, not by other parties. You heard both Trudeau and Harper were annoyed at this question and and this storyline. But it was a big deal to the people following the leaders. Yeah, fair enough. You know, uh, people people have to be treated and and consider themselves as as thinking, thinking people themselves. I mean, so you take a story like that for what it's worth. You spend them, you know, uh, as much time as you want thinking about that kind of story. But I go back to my first point: is I think information is all there. The economic records are all there. You don't have to rely on one paper or one website. You can cross-check them back and forth. So, um, you know, the media is is uh, it's, it's a business like anything else, and um, we have to look at it as such. And uh, my point is that whatever you want to know about politics or about business or whatever, it's all out there. All right, and with the rise of Internet news sites, even more. Dave, thanks for, or Peter, thanks for the call. Dave is who we're going to next. Dave in Nepean, you're on the chat room with Brian Lilly. Yes, I trust the media actually because uh, the media, that's the only way we can get the current, current issues, current affairs, current happening. Uh, actually, the media uh, tell the truth uh, uh, most of the time of what's happening as on what the, uh, Steve Harper said of the um, renovation credit, what actually the media forget to say is that that was there before, but Steve Harper cut it away. 
And yeah, why it, is I did ask as well? Why is it not? Is it now? And why when? Why is not when you are still in power? Why now? Are you now trying to buy my vote? It's a an economic stimulus measure, Dave. That's why it was brought in during the last recession. It's not something that uh, that any government generally keeps around. That this sort of thing has popped up. Pretty much every time Canada is in economic trouble, a government will bring in this type of program as a quick shot stimulant. That's right, but you should have brought it a long time ago. Not just because you are now going, you are desperate. You need my vote, so you need my me to accept that. No, how about me, who have a new house or what something else I, I don't have? Why don't you bring tax across the board, which can help everybody? Yeah, I hear that a lot, and you know what. Um, you know what years of covering politics has taught me? Average Canadians don't want across-the-board tax cuts because they don't recognize them, they don't notice them, and what they want is exactly what the pundits and the economists don't want, which is the boutique tax credits. That's what they respond to. They don't respond to the tax rate falling from 16 to 15%, which it did back in 2006. And by saying that, that does not make the, the media is the, the, the worst enemy of Mr. Harper. Harper is the worst enemy of himself. He should have brought it a long time. That's where I stand, okay? okay. And the mayor actually get it wrong because it's a good idea, but the mayor forget to question that as well. He should have said, we need this money a long time because renovation was there a long time. Dave, thanks for the call. Bye. What are your thoughts on this? 521-TALK, 521-8255. I'm Brian Lilly sitting in for Mark Sutcliffe. We'll talk more about the election, but some local stuff coming up as well later on, um, including the uh, the closing of an iconic shop frequented by teenage boys for generations. I'm Brian Lilly. This is the chat room on 580 CFRA. Say my name, say my name. Justin. No one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. You ain't one in Justin, for most Canadians, the family home is their biggest asset and their most significant investment in their future financial security. It's also the centre of their lives, the centre of our lives. It's where we raise our children, relax with family and friends, often where we will enjoy our golden years. But our families grow, our families change, and so sometimes our homes must be adapted to fit new circumstances. I'm therefore very pleased to announce that to help make it more affordable to, for Canadians to adapt their homes to their changing needs and to maintain and increase those houses' values, we will establish a new permanent home renovation tax credit. Prime Minister Stephen Harper announcing his home renovation tax credit policy plank yesterday, but the media wanted to talk about saying Justin's name. Brian Lilly sitting in for Mark Sutcliffe. You know, first two callers said they trust the media. They trust the media implicitly. Dave really didn't like Stephen Harper by the sounds of it. Um, Apparently I don't either, according to one person that thinks I'm just too pro-Justin because I keep saying Justin's name. Say his name, baby. Say his name. Justin. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. Thanks. I needed more Justin. 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 Um, but, you know, I, I think it's important to talk about how our media cover the election. It's a long campaign, and I think that we need real policy discussions. We don't just need flash-in-the-pan stories like 
is so-and-so saying the other guy's name? Because Tom Mulcair isn't saying Justin Trudeau's name either. He's not saying Justin or Trudeau. He's calling him the leader of the third party. They all take shots at each other. They all use language to try and, and put the other guy down in as polite a way, as parliamentary a way as possible because they want to win. You know, maybe today when all the leaders are, are in hiding doing their debate prep, I don't believe any of them have an event today. They're all doing debate prep, meaning they're standing behind podiums with their handlers playing the other guys and pretending to do fake questions. Maybe today's the day for that type of story. But when there's actual policy announcements, let's talk about the policies, regardless of which party it's from, because that's that and their records, that and their ideas, that's what we're voting on. We're not voting on flash-in-the-pan stories and shiny hair or helmet head or whatever you want to complain, Tom's beard. We're not voting on Tom's beard. George is in Manatech. George, you're on the chat room with Brian Lilly. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Your thoughts on the media? Oh, I haven't trusted them in a long time. Here's a small example. Every time there's a slight decline in the value of the dollar in relation to the U.S. dollar, it's a big thing in the press. But what they don't seem to talk about is that over the last four years, the euro has dropped 20% in relationship to the Canadian dollar. Well, and, and, and when the dollar was high, that was a problem because it was bad for manufacturing, right? Of course, of course. I want to give you my bias. In the 60s, I taught high school, and I was so appalled at what I saw that between a very left-wing media and a union-driven education system, we've gone so far left, we're almost socialist now. And the economy is suffering. It has suffered. But I think that's more because of what happened in Ontario, where the economic engine of the country is now a basket case, where we have half the population of California and three times their debt. And let me just point to, point you to something, George, if you haven't heard this yet. The Mowat Center, which is a think tank attached to the University of Toronto, it's run by the guy that wrote Justin Trudeau's election platform. It is heavily liberal influenced. I wouldn't say that they're a liberal shill organization. They're not like that, but there's a lot of liberals in it, a lot of liberal thinking. They lean that way. They did a study on the effect of Ontario's uh, economic policies, their power policies, and they determined that it was a factor in the loss of 300,000 manufacturing jobs in Ontario from the time the Liberals took over uh, power at Queen's Park in 2003. That is hurting our economy. And, and it's going to continue to. And by the way, on, on this whole global warming thing, I did the mathematics a decade ago. If we eliminated all human-produced carbon dioxide, the temperature would drop one one-hundredth of a degree per year. It would take a century for the, the temperature to drop one degree. And uh, that's verified by a, one of the, the top world climatologists of the UK. He did it the other way around, said if we doubled it, it would take a century <laughs> for the temperature to increase wow. one degree. And when I try to talk to young people, they can't. I believe that this education system in this country has taught these kids not to think for themselves. 
This they is, just this is pick why up whatever I, they hear in the media. This is why I keep saying the most important place for your children to get an education is at the dinner table. George, thanks yeah. for the call. Okay, have a good day. Andre in Campus Casing, you're on the chat room with Brian Lilly. Yes, good morning, Brian. Absolutely no faith in uh, in the media whatsoever. Um, it, all we have to do is look at the papers. I mentioned uh, it was mentioned earlier, the Globe and Mail. Now, what a paper that is! The Toronto Star again. The Red Star. The Red Star. Now, I had uh, you know the, the Globe. Was... By the way, the Globe has been running a campaign against every judicial pick that Stephen Harper's made for higher courts or lower courts, and uh, they end up painting these people in uh, terms that make it question whether they can be judges, but all the liberal judges, they just use terms like visionary and bold. Everybody else is bad. Well, of course. I mean, it, it suits their agenda, right? Uh, the other one I was going to talk about, I was, one on, that I'm disappointed with is uh, the National Post. I used to read a lot of articles, good articles in there, but lately they seem going further to the left all the time, and it's quite disappointing as they were really the only good source. Uh, the Ottawa Citizen, again, it, it's one of those propaganda paper. Uh, now, if we look at some of the news outlets, the TV out, Global, I mean, it's obvious their disdain for the Prime Minister's so, office. So CTV do you, do, with do, do Lisa you, Laflamme expressing all her personal opinions. Do you do you turn more to talk radio and to, uh, to Internet sites? Oh, I do, because there's nothing in the CBC. I, <laughs> there's nothing in the CBC will ever make me convince anything otherwise. Actually, what I do is, uh, without uh, uh, sounding like, a, um, you know, I'm pushing it, but the rebel.media and Sun News were the ones that I was getting most of my information from, accompanied by further reading into a lot of the newspapers, a lot of the programs, to properly get uh, the, you know, the right education. I, I will say this, read across the board, Check out stories across the board. That way you know what they're saying. Exactly. Uh, I cannot rely on, on uh, the major uh, now, I, mainstream I, newspapers and TV stations. I'll, I'll leave you with this, Andre, because I'm, I'm in the studio and we've got you know, a bunch of TVs on different channels. I will say CBC does, a does have a fascinating story on right now. Uh, Lexus apparently has released a hoverboard. So I have to go look this up because I want to find out about the hoverboard. Please, uh, could you talk about it on your next uh, on the little green show? I, I was promised it, you know, in Back to the Future. I want it. Thanks a lot for the call. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. All right. You can't talk serious politics all day. A hoverboard? That's awesome. Tony. Tony is in Ottawa. You're on the uh, the chat room with Brian Lilly. Hey, Brian. Um, you know, I'm just listening this morning. I tuned in, and, you know, I, I find, like, you're in a really good position to talk about, like, policies announced yesterday by Harper and talk about you know, who it affects, how it affects them, um, how it can stimulate the economy, the ins and outs of a policy like that, how mm -hmm. it worked in the past. But instead, we're talking about the lame story that everybody thinks is lame, and it's what you've been talking about all morning. So my question to you is, are you not part of the media, and are you not falling into the exact same trap that you're accusing everybody else? Because instead of talking about real election policy, we're just throwing up straw men and, you know, continuing well, that, to cover a lame story that everybody, including the party leaders, agreed that was lame. Let's, well, partly due to a media critique, yeah, which, is something a media that's, which is something that's sorely lacking. And I do a lot of critique of my, yeah, but my fel hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I let you finish. Okay. I do a lot of media critique so that people can open their eyes and so that things can be 
corrected. It's not just for me to have fun. And if you want to talk right now about the home renovation tax credit, I am happy to do that. Well, I want to. It's going, I wanna, it's going to be very beneficial to not only homeowners but trades and suppliers, all within Canada or predominantly within Canada. And I think that's why it's attractive for the government of the day, whoever it happens to be. But it's also attractive and good for the economy. Totally. And I agree. And I'm saying I'd like to hear that. I'm not trying to ride you too hard, but I'm just saying that, you know, you're just as guilty as everybody else right now because you could have made the show all about that. But instead, it's Justin songs and silliness <laughs> like that. I, I get what you're doing, but it's it's the meta that you're accusing everybody else of falling into. And if you want to take a position where you're saying, well, we're better than that, then prove it. Uh, well, fair enough. Do you, have, do you have any thoughts or comments on the two policy planks that have come out so far? Well, to be honest, uh, as far as I'm concerned with Harper and what he's introduced for the home tax credit, it's actually quite beneficial for me uh, where I'm at in life right now. So, I mean, I think it's a good policy. Um, there's other policies he has that I'm not as interested in. So, But my vote's still open for the taking. That's why I'm listening for good coverage and good discussion on the topic. I'm one of those people that, you know, votes along the issues and, you know, I'm just taking in what each one of them says as we go. And, you know, I know Harper's solid on policy usually, but uh, there's, you know, other reasons why he doesn't necessarily align with me on certain issues. But uh, but I'm open for it. That's why I want to hear more people talking about that instead of nonsense. So far, we've got two policies put forward. Yeah, I know. It's, it's not that early, I don't right? think I don't think the um, I just don't think the other guys have them out yet. They will. Yeah. I'm interested when they start going deep on hard topics, like, for example, marijuana, because it's a big issue in the United States crossing the whole country in the U.S. There's lots of evidence coming in, new approaches to dealing with marijuana. And I think that that is going to be a real wedge issue between the three um, in this election. And I actually don't think so. I don't don't think think marijuana will be because the conservatives want to decriminalize it. They want to continue to put uh, large-scale growers and pushers in jail, but nobody goes to jail for having a joint on them. This is not the well, United States, and it has it's never been true, like that. I mean, there's been various, like, releases, especially lately. I have to dig it up. I don't have it in front of me. But there was one uh, release that was put out by the health minister recently really coming down on the whole legalization and decriminalization issue. Like, I, I again, I don't know exactly where... Um, the the conservatives stand on that issue and nor the liberals as well like the, li- I mean, the liberals want the liberals want to legalize the ndp yeah. want to legalize the mm-hmm. conservatives want to decriminalize it meaning you would get a ticket and you would get a fine if they catch your kid out smoking pot in the but, street or you know walking down rideau i'll talk about rideau street later yeah. on but, but it, you, you would but, get it would just be a ticket but if you've got a grow up with 200 plants you're going yeah. to jail of course, and I and, understand that. Yeah. And and that's the difference. Under the under the, the other two parties, you have a grow up with two hundred plants, you've probably paid the government a fee to be allowed to, to do that. What I'm interested in though is more than just like that. It's more to say, well, you know, what can we expect from an agenda? Like and during a mandate, what does that mean? Like what steps would one take to go from here to there? All right. You no, know, we'll go in deeper. But anyways, there's lots of time to Th- talk about that. Thanks for the call, Tony. No problem. All right, let, let me just say this as we, we play out to the commercial break. Don't buy into, on this issue of marijuana, don't buy into the hype that comes from the states that says we're filling our jails with people 
for having a joint on them. I did the numbers a couple years ago on Sun News. You have to have an awful lot of pot plants to go to jail at all in Canada. We can't import the arguments for legalization from the states and import their stats because they don't match. Not at all. Brian Lilly's filling in for Mark Sutcliffe. This is the chat room, 580 CFRA. See, you want to talk about issues? Call in. We'll talk about issues. Tony didn't like the direction we're going. We started talking about policy. You got a policy question. I can handle them. We can go at it. 521-TALK, 521-8255 or star 580 on Bell Mobility. John in Arnprior. John, you're on the chat room. Yes, I'm. Um, it's an interesting subject about the, the trust in the uh, media. And I find uh, most of the stories on mainstream media are very lightweight stories. No real issues. Did you, um, one of the, the, the stories I was talking about yesterday on the rebel.media is what the reality is for unions being able to campaign during the election. And most likely you've just heard that unions can pretty much have to stop campaigning now that the writ's been uh, dropped, right? Yes. Did you know that they can spend millions campaigning directly to their own people? Oh, of course. I was unionized three times. I'm retired now, but I was unionized three times, PSAC, uh, QP, OPSU. Yeah. And and they all do it, yes. So it, we're going to have a multi-million dollar shadow campaign uh, with very little scrutiny of what's uh, what's going on, what's being spent, what's being said. Uh, I, well, I, I find unions interesting that way because when I was working in the hospital, um, a lot of people did not vote the way the union said when it comes to politics. Oh, I know. But, but they were always pushing it, though. Yeah, I know. And uh, that's why Sid Ryan has said that he's got a campaign on because they know about 30% of their members vote uh, conservative, and they want to drive that down below 20 so that uh, the NDP can win. <laughs> so there, there is a big campaign well, on, John. I know that, but I, uh, I, I used to see it a lot when I was working. Yeah. I, I, would, I would just laugh at it. <laughs> I'd laugh. I'd talk to people about it, and they'd say, well, they're using our money to push their own agenda. So. Yeah. Well, hopefully pe- more people are like you and see yeah. through it. Thanks for the call. Tammy in Newington, you're on the chat room. Your thoughts on the home renovation tax credit? Oh, yes. Uh, I just want to say, Brian, I really think Harper's doing a good thing by bringing this home renovation tax credit back in. Do you think he should bring it in sooner, though, or wait the two? He says, well, we don't have the money right now. But I, I say if you start boosting the economy, you'll get the money. Well, Brian, I just... I, I really can't answer that because I don't know the real ins and outs of where we stand economically, and he does, so mm-hmm. he should know when the best time would be. But having said that, as a small little municipality out along the St. Lawrence, I can tell you that it's a big benefit for us because for our small businesses that are struggling just to stay above water, these uh, young men and women that go and train in carpentry and construction, I mean, I have a lot of them in our area that uh, have started their own businesses, and it's a great, like you say, it keeps it local. And it mm-hmm. helps our economy as well. So, and I know last time that Harper had this initiative, I can tell you that our carpenters and construction workers were very pleased with it because it did exactly that. Well, it, it helped the growth in our area. And, and you go into your local uh, home hardware or TSC or Rona or Home Depot, whatever, and you look at where the products come from, and they quite often come from Canada, and they'll come from, I don't know, 
I don't think Newington has a plant for much uh, of that sort of stuff, but it's quite often plants in, in small towns across the country. Absolutely, Brian. There are, like most of these municipalities, these small ones, and aren't the cities now. We're just the small munici- rural municipalities. We have our own little lumber yards, and it benefits them immensely. Mm-hmm. It keeps the community growing. And, yes, this is something that, that works for everybody and uh, is, a certain, is, is certainly a benefit to every, our, our whole municipality. All right, Tammy, thanks for the call. Thank you. All right, we will go to Bruce. Bruce in Ottawa. You're on the chat room with Brian Lilly. You're calling in about the media. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think it, there's a little bit of manipulation uh, right across the board with the media and with the the political parties. You look at uh, the wind government recently got a little bit of a windfall from the federal government uh, in a way of a billion dollars for the municipalities uh, to, um, to, to do their LRT. Now, that's going to the average person is going to say, well, gee, that's a great thing. But what happens is the Liberal government gets that money in the Ontario, uh, the provincial government. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's a spinoff where the, the prime minister starts a little hissy fit with win. And uh, now everybody thinks that the Liberal government is Trudeau. I'm not saying that Trudeau is any better than <laughs> I'm not saying Trudeau is any better than win. Or or Harper, but it's the it's the it's the slight manipulation of of the way we think done by the media, and it's shameful display by the media doing this. They should stop the the uh, the twisting of. Listen, we don't need Wynn's opinion of Stephen Harper. We need to know what Stephen Harper's done in eight years, and how much it's cost us, and base our vote on that, not the, the little games that you guys play. And it's kind of. It's kind of tact. It's tactless. It's kind of you hear it and you hear it and you hear it and you, and then you you start to realize, like you know what I mean. Like well, you're not, I, I, you know, I got the news release from Kathleen Wynne yesterday, denouncing Stephen Harper for questioning her after she denounced him the day before. So it goes on and on, and it's part of politics. It's part of life. But I've I've really, never seen no, is, I've never is, seen a premier campaign against the sitting prime minister, and I used to cover. Uh, right. Federal this politics is, in Quebec when it was a, a separatist for premier for for us guys. Yeah, well, there. you guys don't have to pick up on it. You can maybe you can report it once in a while, but you don't have to continuously say, "Well, this is what's going on with Wynn, What she's saying about the it's like, well, okay, well, that's nice to know, but why aren't you talking policy, Mister Harper? Don't stoop <laughs> to her level. Bruce, we'll leave it there. We're out of time. Thanks for the call. I keep telling people, listen to what. The folks at the top are actually saying, not just what the media reports. Brian Lillian uh, from Mark Sutcliffe on the chat room. Back in moments.